What's up, guys, and welcome to the Bachelor Pad Podcast, where two bachelors, well, sort of, uh, who have never really watched ABC's The Bachelor before, uh, sit down uh, to review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with one of my best friends in the world, not Scott, but Zach. How's it going? <laughs> You're going to have to come up in enthusiasm for this show. Mm, I, I'll try, but <laughs> after that episode... I believe in you. Was that is that really the the intro music for every episode? Yeah, it's been a while since I've listened to this podcast. Wow, ouch! Uh, so Scott is on a cruise right now. He's living his best life uh, in Mexico, uh, and so we thought it would be super fun to have Zach with us uh, while Scott's out. Uh, we had planned on recording an intro to this episode with Scott, and then forgot before he left. So sorry yeah. about that. Uh, sorry about that. Bachelor geckos. Scott would be very disappointed if I didn't bring that up. Bachelor geckos? Yeah, that's what we've decided to call our uh, our our fans. Why? Uh, we were watching the Super Bowl, and there was something about, I think it was a Geico commercial with the gecko uh, that talked about bachelors, and we just thought it was hilarious. So, like, not at all related to the bachelor? Not at all. <laughs> we, uh, we tried, because calling them bachelors would just be... Yeah. Seem weird. Yeah. And uh, we tried on uh, calling them patties. Okay. Why that? Well, bachelor pad. Oh, so they're okay. Patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but then I was alerted that patties was maybe an, an old ethnic slur to <laughs> Irish people. And I was like, that I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. And the I had slur. no idea. Yeah. Even though that's like everyone's stereotypical uh, name for a Irish pub is patties. <laughs> yeah. I guess spelled differently or maybe because of that. Are they like that. super like offended that Americans keep naming their Irish pub patties? I would imagine so. I would imagine so. So for all of our Irish listening fans out there, we're so sorry. We didn't intend for that. Uh, but you're welcome that we decided not to call this patties and so and went with geckos we have geckos i like it yeah it's not bad i mean it's not offensive to literally anyone maybe <laughs> well uh zach is uh our co-host on our podcast that we told you a little bit about we dropped a uh last week we dropped a uh, bonus episode of this podcast with the trailer for our new podcast called rotten potatoes and uh, Zach's one of our co-hosts on that. Uh, so uh, we're so excited to have you here, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. I uh, I almost was a co-host <laughs> of this podcast. We did bring that up last week on, on oh, did Bachelor you? Pad. We did. Yes. So you told them that uh, before it, it even became a podcast that I was in the discussions as well. And uh, yes. did you tell them that I woke up one day and the first episode was <laughs> on Spotify? No. <laughs> I didn't. Tell and uh, that. that's kind of how I found out. No, I'm not I didn't on the mention podcast. that. I'm so sorry about that. Still, you don't don't apologize. After this, uh, I'm grateful that I'm not a part of it. <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> I mean, we're having fun. It was it was fun for a one off for me. Sure. Well, I'm so excited to have you as a guest host. Uh, it's kind of fun having Zach. So we had uh, two guest hosts on once before, Emily and Sarah, and they since Scott and I are bachelors, we thought it'd be fun to have some bachelorettes. Uh, but Zach is a married man. Yeah. So I think it's kind of fun going into this episode uh, that we have 
you know, fantasy suites and we're getting down to the end, having you as a married perspective, I think is a lot of fun. I don't think it's going to be that different from minor Scott's perspective. Probably not at all. But, <laughs> but it's fun to at least say that we had a married person. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for coming out and uh, recording late at night. And thank, thank you, you to Kate. Me. I hope you're listening. Uh, she might. Yeah, she might. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Kate. Uh, for I'm for, sure she will. I'll make her. <laughs> I'm going to make her watch the episode first, too. <laughs> you have to go through what I went through. She's going to have to watch the whole season. She's going to have to catch up, <laughs> which I did not do. <laughs> this well, is my first episode ever. Your first episode you've ever of this season. Of any season. You've never watched The Bachelor I've before I've never this. seen a single episode. Well, I guess in that way, it fits in so well with our whole kind of shtick. Yeah, exactly. That you've never before watched That I know even less of what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, for all you geckos out there who've been listening to us, uh, <laughs> groaning at Scott and I for not knowing anything about The Bachelor... Uh, we brought you Zach, who's going to know even less. Is it just like a, you guys just for an hour like, I think this is what they meant? <laughs> I don't really know. Kind of. <laughs> I think we've become fast experts. Got it. Uh, because you fake it till you make it. True. Uh, but yeah, well, Hey, before we jump into, uh, this episode, I wanted to move up our shout outs because I had one in particular that I wanted to give a special shout out to, uh, this is to Jody. Uh, she wrote in last week, uh, unfortunately, uh, right as we were recording the episode and so, or, or just after we recorded the episode. And so unfortunately she missed, uh, making it in to get a shout out last week. Uh, but she wrote in and said, Hey Tyler, it's your favorite techie here checking in to say, I'm loving hearing y'all this week. So I know y'all have already recorded last week's ep- or last night's episode, but I'm only now able to catch up. So I have a few questions or concerns. Uh, do we think Victoria F enjoys making Peter grovel? and demasculinize himself at every opportunity to give herself the upper hand. The belittling and middle school condensation, conden, con, Condens- condescension, Whoa. condescension. That's it's harder it than it sounds. She wrote it right. I just want to say, Jody, you wrote it right. I just read we it We both wrong. screwed it up. The belittling and middle school condescension she extends to those around her is exhausting. And I thought we saw that this episode too. Oh, for sure. Like Victoria F is so condescending. Yeah. Super manipulative. Mm -hmm. Jody, you're not crazy. I think she very much enjoys him groveling. Yeah, I, I would say so too from what I saw this week. Yeah. I gotta tell you, since you haven't had a lot a whole lot of experience. What we saw this week is pretty much par for the course. Got it. Okay. For, for all these girls. Okay. So the second thing that she had to say. And I'm, I'm curious real quick too. Uh, is it like a bachelor thing to include the last name or last initial Victoria F? Only when there are two girls of the same last name on that season. So there was a previous. We Victoria. had a Victoria P on this season along with Victoria F. And was there also another Hannah? Beforehand? No, that's just a little confusing because Bachelor tends to have a lot of Hannahs. Makes sense. So this is like the third very big deal Hannah oh. in the last several years. That's even weird though that even Peter was calling her that. Oh yeah. Like to her face, like <laughs> Hannah Ann. And like, 
I think maybe because she plays like she's this Southern belle. Okay. So I think maybe it's kind of cute in the South. Oh, okay. You know, like Mary Beth, Hannah Ann. Yeah. Like, uh, in fact, my mom, her name is Elizabeth Ann, and she was uh, originally from Indiana. And I think that her parents had, like, it in their heads that they were going to call her Beth Ann. I did not know she was from Indiana. Yeah, she was. Cool. Yeah. Beth Ann, uh, so glad she went with Liz instead. Uh, Jody also said, uh, or, t- still talking about Victoria. Victoria F. Yeah. Is she an EGR, which was a, it was a, an acronym I was not familiar with. Uh, Are you familiar with it now? She explains. Okay. In parentheses, extra grace required. Oh. I like that. I'm gonna start, that I'm, sounds like a church thing. It's a church thing for sure. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to take it. I'm going to use that. An EGR. EGR. <laughs> Extra grace required woman that needs to be affirmed in every way. Peter feeds into the drama and permits her madness to continue so he can't really be upset when she escalates the crazy. I think I agree, Jody. She said, uh, I hate that this is your first real dive into Bachelor Nation because this season is the worst dramatic season ever. I mean, of course I'll watch, therefore rewarding their bad behavior, but this is not a great season for Bachelor Nation geckos. So I'm curious because I've heard the same thing. Um, so I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. Therefore, I work with a lot of women. Yes. Therefore, I work with a lot of people that watch The Bachelor religiously. Hashtag Bachelor Nation geckos. Sure. And <laughs> uh, and I have been told as well that this is the worst season, at least in a long time. So I've talked about this a little bit with our audience. Uh, with our listeners, with our geckos, but uh, I don't think you knew this. I had watched one season of The Bachelor prior to this. Okay. Uh, and I kind of came in halfway. Was it was it also The Bachelor or was it Bachelorette? Bachelor? It was also The Bachelor. Okay. How yeah. long ago? Uh, this was when I was living with Griffin and Trevor. Oh, okay. So yeah. what, a couple years ago? Yeah, a couple years ago, they were all about... They all watched it pretty re- religiously as well. The two of them were... Bachelor Nation fanatics. Got it. And I teased them so hard. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe you two guys, like you two, like were three single dudes. Well, they were in relationships, but Mm -hmm. I just mean unmarried. Yeah. Uh, Three bachelors Mm -hmm. living together. And I can't believe you're watching the show. And I went, you know, three, four weeks without watching with them. Yeah. And finally I sat down for an episode with them because they're like, it's bachelor Monday. And I'm like, I was, I didn't want to go in my room alone. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I'll sit out here and watch it with you. Mm -hmm. And I was immediately hooked. Oh yeah. But not like because I loved it, but because it was a train wreck I couldn't look away from. Yeah, exactly. That season, uh, the guy's name was Ari. Okay. And uh, he was awful. I kept saying, really? like, I hate this guy. And Griffin and Trevor both told me this is the worst season we've ever seen. <laughs> so you've seen both of the worst. Both of the worst. And everyone is comparing, like, you know, out in Bachelor Nation, everyone is comparing uh, Peter to Ari and sort of like, who's worse? That's pretty funny. Uh, so I've gotten two of the worst contestants yeah. of all time. Yeah. 
So. It'd be like if I told you, like, you should listen to Radiohead and you only listen to Pablo Honey <laughs> and Amnesiac. Or I, uh, I wonder how many geckos are going <laughs> to pick up on that reference. Very few. <laughs> or, you know, if uh, if you told me that you were super into uh, Radiohead and I just decided to go out and buy you. <laughs> like a Coldplay album? Like a Coldplay album. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you'd be like, this isn't even close. <laughs> Which, yeah, not to say Coldplay's bad. No, but, uh, it's just nothing like Radiohead. Yeah, they're no Radiohead. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, other than that, I had only watched um, Bachelor in Paradise. Got it. Uh, I'd watched half of our season in Bachelor in Paradise, and I can say that what little I know is that uh, Peter is the worst. So he's worse than Ari. Oh, so much worse. Why? I think. Uh, he's just so Ari was wishy-washy. Okay. Uh, but Peter is so childish. Like he's so mm. in desperate need of other people's attention. Was it almost like Ari knew how to play the game? Cause it seems like Peter doesn't know how to play the game. I don't think Ari necessarily knew how to play the game. I think that he was just, uh, he was just so indecisive. Okay. And Peter is indecisive with an extra dose of insecure. Mm -hmm. And at least Ari was like, had more confidence than he deserved. Peter seems like he's incredibly decisive until he looks from one girl to another. (laughs) And then he's incredibly decisive about that other girl. Like he's super decisive as long as he's looking in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. it's, It's you and me. Like that's all there is to it. Yeah. And then uh, drop one off, pick up the other, and yeah, same old, same old story. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Well, we've given a few uh, like subtle teasers away of this episode, so let's just jump right in. Um, I we start off with um, sort of the tail end of where we left off last episode, which I now know you didn't watch. Was I supposed to before this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're coming on a Bachelor podcast. I would think that you would at least sort of familiarize not yourself. Not at all. I thought I made that clear that I was not going to put any prior effort into this <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, we left off uh, with uh, a rose ceremony and with, Han- uh, I'm sorry, Madison uh, taking Peter aside. And we kind of knew this was coming after the the. Uh, hometown dates but madison pulls him aside and essentially says if you sleep with other women i gotta be honest with you i don't want to blindside you i'm not going to be okay with that and i think that that's a super unreasonable thing to say yeah i agree with you like normally like if this was real life yes but I almost feel like for this context in The Bachelor, it's almost kind of, uh, I don't want to say it's unreasonable, but it's almost expected. Like, I'm, I am sure. I kept asking myself, like, what did Madison expect? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. And I know you told me that The, the Bachelor uh, prior to this season, Colton, um, Colton yeah, he, uh, like, that was something that was also very important to him. Yeah. And so I assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, I assume that this maybe discussion or like a, I don't know, a discussion of Peter's morals and what's important to him have come up prior to this, unless 
Madison was just completely blindsided that this is something that he wanted to do and that he wanted to hook up with these other girls during the fantasy suite episode. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a super legitimate take to have. Like, I mean, the fantasy suites is a integral part of the bachelor Mm -hmm. and has been since, as I understand season one outside of the bachelor, I would a hundred percent agree with you. Like that is a completely reasonable (laughs) way. And even in the bachelor, uh, I mean, I would assume if you are a normal human being that seeing this guy that you're quote unquote falling in love with hook up and sleep with other women is going to have an effect on how you feel about him. Yeah. And probably if it's important to you, your view of him. Yeah, absolutely. Your view of his character. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for her to say, and she does say uh, in this conversation, she says, this is not an ultimatum. Like she makes it clear. This is not an ultimatum. Uh, I just wanted to make clear to you how I feel, my expectations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and he says, uh, so you're telling me, uh, if this, if I sleep with other women that you would walk away. And she was like, I, I just think that actions speak louder than She words. doesn't give him a super clear answer. She doesn't give him a super clear answer. Um, but I feel like, and you know this better than I do because, uh, I'll remind our geckos time and time again that you're married mostly because I'm, I'm, uh, very jealous hmm. of uh, of Kate. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, yes, and uh, I mean, Kate is gorgeous. She's super fun. No, I mean uh, that you're jealous that she's oh married that to she's me. married to me. That you wish married, you were married to, to you. Me. Yeah, yeah, I do wish I was married. It to you. came down between you two. Well, hey, I you gave, know what? But I gave the rose to Kate. Yeah, y- you did. I got to be best man though. So exactly. I guess it's a trade off. Yeah, it's it was worth it. Thank you. I'd rather, I guess, be your best man and and you know, best friend. I like it that way too. I do too. Because I'm heterosexual. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. It was also my preference. (laughs) Uh, Peter says the funniest thing though to this. Uh, So she puts her, her truth out there. She tells him how she feels. Yeah. And what her, she communicates expectations. Mm -hmm. And for any married couple out there, the first thing you need to know is that uncommunicated expectations or unmet expectations Mm -hmm. And so she communicates them and he says, I feel really sad right now. (laughs) Yeah, he does say that. No, didn't he say, I feel like you're sad? No, he said, I feel very sad right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which cracked me up because it's like, I don't want, I won't, I love you Mm. and I would not be okay with you sleeping with other people. (laughs) And he says, well, that makes me sad. That makes me sad. Because that's what I want to (laughs) do. Whereas in like, like you said, to your point, in any normal real life situation, that would be like a conversation of, I want us to be monogamous. Yeah. I feel like it would be like, that makes me so happy that you also want to be just us. Yeah. And she says, I want this to be just us. And he says, I feel so sad right now. Yeah. But in like a romantic way, like their their foreheads and noses are touching, very intimate mm-hmm. posture. Yeah. And uh, I feel so sad right now. I'm like, wow. Well, uh, Madison, run. So I'm curious. Uh, this was something that I th- I wondered while I was watching it is, uh, and I know you haven't seen very many seasons prior to this, but has there ever been a time where a woman has been on The Bachelor, or I guess even a man been on The Bachelorette and checked out 
whoever it was that was, you know, the season was about and kind of said, like, I don't like this about him. Like, I'm out. Because I would think that Madison would kind of be like, I don't like, I mean, and I guess that's kind of what ends up happening. But she sticks around for so long before. And uh, I guess I kept putting myself in that situation and I would have been out so much sooner. Like, I don't like this. I'm done. Yeah. Does that ever happen? Or is it almost kind of this, like, you have to stay in it for as long as you can? No, no, no. You can leave. uh, And several people, from my understanding, have left seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette before. Mm -hmm. Um, My only full season of any of these shows I've ever seen, Bachelor in Paradise, this last season, um, there was actually one person who turned down a rose. In a rose ceremony. Really? So it was like... Was that you... in Ari's season? No, no, no. In Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this past season of Bachelor in Paradise, someone said, will you accept this rose? And uh, I can't remember exactly who. Uh, all the Bachelor Nation people, longtime fans will likely <laughs> set me on fire you. for this. <laughs> set me on fire for this. But... Uh, you know who we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, a man, I think, played out to a woman and the woman said no. Hmm. Um, it could have been Demi, so Bachelor. Oh yeah, I think it was Demi. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it was. All right. Well, uh, let's uh let's move along. So, uh, they decide uh to move ahead, move forward, mm-hmm. and uh, so we head to Australia, the outback, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like to think uh, this is a half shout out. Was this? I don't think he listens, but I'd like to think our friend Will uh, was there in Australia. I'd be surprised if he was, if he listens. He he doesn't. I'm <laughs> I'm hundred percent positive this, he doesn't. Was this pre fire or post fire? Oh, that's a great question. I think it was pre fire. Yeah, I mean, it looked like everyone was. Uh, <laughs> everyone was pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, there were plenty of koalas. <laughs> <laughs> It had to be pre-fire. There was so many kangaroos, too. Hashtag PETA. Hashtag save the animals. Like every bit of B-roll was of a kangaroo. Was of a kangaroo or a koala. And we know that after the fires, more than half of the koala population in the world was decimated. Mm -hmm. So that's super tragic, genuinely. And yeah. there were plenty of koalas and kangaroos in this episode. So I, there were. I've got to say it was pre-fire. And yet Peter was still so fixated on this monkey that never made an appearance. There's no monkey. There's no monkey. I don't care what anyone says. He turns around and he's like, I think that's the monkey. And then we see a shot and it's, I, I don't know what it was, but it was not a monkey. I'm pretty sure it was a squirrel. It looked like a squirrel. Yeah. Or even if we can't be sure it's a squirrel, it was... <laughs> something way closer to a squirrel than a monkey. It was certainly not a monkey. Uh, so they make their way to Australia and uh, we start off with uh, all three girls are in the same room. Yeah. For Fantasy Suites Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that we're going to know and the each of these girls are going to know if one of them doesn't come home mm-hmm. that night mm-hmm. that they stayed with Peter. Yep. And uh, so Peter starts off with uh, Hannah Ann, uh, who is by far not my favorite contestant. Uh, what what were your raw thoughts on Hannah Ann? I Hannah know I tainted Ann? them a little bit with you, but... Uh, I really 
didn't have very many thoughts of Hannah Ann. I feel like she didn't get very much screen time in this episode. That's fair. She didn't. She uh, got the least out of the three. For Madison sure. definitely got the most. Yeah. But Victoria got F, plenty. Got quite a bit as well. I feel like they uh, we got a lot more time with both of them. I really can't give you an opinion on on Hannah. Well, uh, they did. Uh, have their date, which I agree was pretty uh, lackluster. It was the worst one out of all of them. It was the worst. I would have been kind of disappointed if I was him. They just went to the beach. Yeah, they went to the beach. They hung out. Madison got to go climb a skyscraper, and then <laughs> Victoria got a helicopter ride. <laughs> and they he just took Hannah to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so she got to go to the beach, and yeah. then they go to also the worst of the fantasy suites. Exactly. But they did get to reenact the Titanic scene. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Do you think the producers told them or is <laughs> a, a bit of an improv- improvisation? I think it was improv, but I do think that the producers were like, this is gold. Yeah. When she just slaps her hand on the frosted glass yeah. and it just immediately took me back to the Titanic. Like this is supposed to be the pin- the pinnacle of, uh, of romance. Of romance. Love. Yeah. And uh, it just, it was super whatever for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say the same. <laughs> so uh, they go back, uh, Hannah goes back and, and obviously the next morning and uh, it's super awkward when she comes back. I mean, we knew it would be. Yeah. Well, I think that they just set it up to be extremely awkward they kept them all in the same room and they're just kind of sitting there waiting for her to come back yeah and so she does her uh like i want this to sound like uh judgmental but like stereotypical like what you see in college movies like and in rom-coms she does the walk of shame back home so i'm curious because uh i do feel like we barely got any time with hannah tonight what has been your and Scott's perception of Hannah prior to this episode? She's just super fake. Okay. Like I would even say that she's probably sociopathic. Interesting. Okay. Uh, like she's had some interactions with other people and with Peter where it's like, this girl has zero empathy, hmm. which is like the mark of a sociopath. Is yeah. Not able to feel empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has been, uh, like multiple times, just very, uh, very dismissive of other people's feelings. Um, has that come into play with the way that she interacts with Peter? Will Peter express something and she'll just kind of downplay it or not understand it? Yes. Especially early on later in the season, she doesn't get a one-on-one for a few weeks in a row. And I think she starts to get the hint that Peter's like cooling off on her and really, yeah. And so they go on a one-on-one, uh, like three, maybe four weeks ago and, uh, they go on their second one-on-one together and she just like breaks down crying. Oh, okay. And that was when we learned that Peter equates crying with honesty. Got it. So if you cry in front of Peter, it means that you're real. Okay. And uh, he has no category for crying equals manipulation. And does Peter have a bit of a, I guess I want to say like a savior complex and that he likes to be, uh, you know, the shoulder to cry on, the, the one to save them, to care for them and nurture them? 100%. Okay. 
One hundred. So you just gotta cry in front of Peter, and he in that wins you big points. If I met Peter tomorrow on the street <laughs> and cried in front of him, he would leave whatever relationship he ends the <laughs> season with to be with me. <laughs> okay. Because he would assume that me crying equals. Uh, affection and honesty and that I need to be saved mm. and he would just fall head over heels for it. Well, for what it's worth, I think that you would make a better partner for Peter than <laughs> Victoria F or Hannah for the record, based on our, uh, like this is the second time this sort of banter has come up. I'm also heterosexual. Yeah. We're not trying to imply anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I I agree. I, as a heterosexual man, I would make a mm-hmm. better partner for Peter yeah. than any of these girls. So who has kind of been the Bachelor Nation favorite so far? I would say, uh, so she's gone already. Uh, Kelly, she was the most level-headed of all of them. Okay. But of the three left, it's definitely Madison. Definitely Madison. Definitely. Has that been you and Scott's? who you guys are rooting for. Absolutely. Uh, But we've also known that she's too good for him. Okay. And so we haven't been rooting for her to win. So no one did, does anyone or has anyone expected Madison then to end up with Peter or was everyone kind of like uh, early on? Yes. Early on. It's only a matter of time before she wisens up. Well, we haven't seen a lot of her until the last couple of episodes. Okay. On the show, like the editors and producers have done their best to keep her mm. in the shadows. Oh, interesting. Um, and so early on, though, uh, Scott was really Scott had her in his final four. Oh, wow. Pick nice. Since okay. week one. Okay. Wow. Out of what? 30 out of 30. Wow. That's impressive. It is. He saw it coming. Mm. Um, I did not. I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, we didn't see anything really about her. So I was kind of whatever about her mm-hmm. yeah. until last episode when I was like, man, Madison, well, two episodes ago, but especially last episode when we got to meet her family, when I was like, Madison's the real deal. Her family's awesome. Uh, and I, as of last week, didn't want her to win because I just don't want her to end up with such with an Peter. awful wimp, like limp noodle. Yeah. Like he's a wimp. Uh, I misspoke. He's a wimp, but he's also a limp noodle. Like mm-hmm. he's just so weak. Anyone that's left, uh, did you predict any of them to be in your final four? Um, not early on. Okay. Like we've evolved our final four as the yeah. weeks have gone okay. on, but not, well, no, I did predict Hannah Ann to be in the final four, but not because oh. I like her. Yeah. Just for drama's sake. She knows how to play the game. Yeah. That makes sense. Like she's played him since day one. Got it. I will say also coming into this episode, I was hoping not, not having any idea who anyone was or what anyone looked like. I was kind of hoping like, okay, uh, hopefully there's you know, maybe a blonde girl or, and like a, maybe a girl with dark skin. They're all dark hair, dark skin. They all look the exact same. They all do look like, very this similar. Is not easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was not easy for you, especially I think, uh, Victoria looks the least like the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Hannah and Madison, I actually confused. They look pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. confused them a couple of times. Peter definitely has a type. He definitely has a type. Mm-hmm. He kept one blonde girl until last week and then sent her packing. Got it. Um, but yeah. So we have uh, Hannah's date. It ends super unceremoniously. She comes back and then we have Victoria's one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, she gives her classic, awful, whiny voice. You yeah. got to experience that. I did, yeah. At one point, I told you, I do not like her voice. She's so whiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she drives me crazy. Uh, once again, super manipulative. Uh, Peter, uh, like Victoria, at their, uh, they go on a one-on-one date. They go onto these, excuse me, beautiful cliffs uh, overlooking this waterfall. It was awesome. And they go out to dinner and... And Victoria just kind of says, like, I want you to express your expectations for me, which I thought was, like, healthy and what Madison did. Yeah. Like, it was like, okay, this is great. It seemed like the start of a, like, good, vulnerable conversation. Yeah, I thought so, too. And then uh, he said he expresses some expectations for her Mm -hmm. and she just starts whining. Mm hmm. Like, as soon as he says something that, like, okay, you want to know my expectations, <laughs> here they are. I just don't, I don't know what you want from me. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, like, it got to a point where I was thinking to myself, I don't know what either of them are even saying anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, because he just gets super, uh, like, quiet and like i think it's his version of nurturing just kind of says a bunch of vague stuff that sounds supportive and and nurturing and then she says nothing but vague exactly weird stuff that is meaningless yeah and after some like back and forth of that then somehow they're good yeah that's (laughs) honestly you're not missing anything out of that interaction that's how all of their interactions have been okay he says vague stuff she says contradictory vague stuff and then somehow he's super in love with her. <laughs> yeah, that was the weird thing where it's it, this conversation I can only base it off their body language cuz I have no idea what they're saying. Uh it doesn't sound like it's going well and then all of a sudden it's like I love you so much and whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? This didn't seem like it was going in a good direction, but <laughs> apparently it did. That's, I, I mean, I really think that's what Peter wants is just vague woundedness and neediness and a damsel that I mean, he has to save. That's what we all want at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> is it? I don't know. I want a partner. <laughs> yeah, I would want Madison. <laughs> if those are my three options, it'd be a no-brainer. If you had, if you were stranded on a desert island and there yeah. were three women, Madison, Hannah, Ann, and uh, Victoria. Yeah. Madison. Yeah, no, yeah, without question. <laughs> From the first five minutes, it was Madison. Is that is that what other people think too? Like at, at to up to this point, I would say most people. I've heard some people that are really into Hannah Ann. Really, I've heard l- no people. That no are into one Victoria. for Victoria. No one. Yeah. 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 Madison just seems the most mature. Yeah. Well adjusted. Agreed. Uh, I mean, from the very first few minutes of the episode, she is communicating uh it was a little vague but like trying to at least communicate in a healthy way uh what is important to her yeah um and is somewhat challenging him too yeah and for me that that you win a lot of points if you are willing to challenge the person that you're dating um you know for your own standards but also because you want them to be 
you can see the potential in them and want them to be better than they are, you know? And the other two, I didn't see any any real challenge, you know? Yeah. Maybe some challenge from Victoria F., but I don't know what she was you know, wanting. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. But yeah, I was very impressed from Madison from the get-go. And I, uh, I don't know how old Hannah Ann is. She is 24, I 24. think. 24. So yeah. Madison, and Madison's the youngest one. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, she was I think she's she 23. Is. And yeah. Victoria is like 26. Yeah. 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 I was very impressed with Madison. I, I am too. Uh, like she's, I agree. She's very mature. She's very uh, confident in yeah, exactly. who she is, what she wants. Mm. Um, she got a little swept away uh, the last couple of episodes by Peter, but I think that she, like at her core. And I, I'd assume that the producers, that she probably didn't get very much screen time because she's not drama. I think that's very true. Yeah. I think that's accurate. Um, so Vi- Victoria, we're, you know, well, I'll bring us back a little bit on the chronology. Victoria comes back from her uh, one-on-one date uh, where she, we, we sort of implied that Madison and Peter sleep together. There was one moment during Hannah's date that cracked me up. It kind of broke my heart, but also just cracked me up when, uh, Madison saying something like they're probably at this point, they're probably like getting ready for dinner. Oh, during, uh, during Hannah's Hannah's day. And then Victoria kind of looks at her and and she's like, they're getting ready for bed. Oh, and, and Madison (laughs) just just... see the, her soul left her body in that minute. (laughs) Yeah. I think Victoria eats up. Oh, for sure. Every time, every time Madison expressed how difficult this was for her like you could see the smirk on victoria's face like almost glee yeah exactly like she was like i i think i said this while we were watching the episode it felt like watching cinderella and the two (laughs) evil stepsisters (laughs) like victoria and hannah are the two evil stepsisters and you could just tell they're diabolical and madison is so pure of heart except peter is not prince charming oh he's the frog for sure (laughs) I don't think there's a frog in Cinderella, but uh, he's the frog. And he's just like, I just really want to bone the evil stepsisters. So on that like note of things, uh, Victoria comes back and the same sort of like walk of shame type thing into the room where she and Hannah Ann are talking. And uh, like she had expressed to Hannah Ann in the sort of cutaway scene back to the room that she was, you know, had expressed to Peter that she, um, you know, was saving herself for marriage, mm-hmm. that she uh, had some expectations for herself and for him. And one of the things that I love that she said was, uh, I hope that he would have these same expectations for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's some mutuality there. Like it's exactly, not like yeah. she's trying to play him. Yeah. Uh, she wants the she wants him to have the same expectations of her. And that's one of the things that throughout this whole season that has driven me crazy about Peter is he keeps saying to these girls, I just don't feel like you're 100% committed to me while he's not 100% committed to them. Mm, okay. And Madison's like, I want him to be 100% committed to me. I can be 100% Just like to you. I want yeah. him to be... Expect me to be 100% committed to him. Yeah, it works both ways. Like, we're two weeks away from you proposing to me. Yeah. Like, that's the end of The Bachelor, is we're getting married. So is that really how each season ends? Is yes. them, they, like, they, do they have to get married? 
Well, I mean, a lot of times they don't, but they get engaged and then sometimes oh. they break up and sometimes so they get married. It always and ends get with an engagement. Yes. How many of the couples have stayed together? Do you know? Yeah. So out of all of the bachelor seasons, it's lower than out of the bachelorette seasons. Like bachelorettes tend to pick better men than bachelors. <laughs> uh, That's kind of funny. But if you total all of them together, mm-hmm. And average it out, it's less than a quarter. Oh, that's so sad. It's right at 20%. <laughs> that is super sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone told me that the couple from the very first season is still together. They are. That's, I mean, that's kind of cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It started on a good foundation. And now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how different that first season is from what it is now. It would be super interesting. I I think I sort of, I, I half watched the very first season with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but gosh, it was like, that was like over 20 years ago. Yeah. So I don't wow, remember. that's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe it's been going on that long. It's been going on a long time. Yeah. And there's no end in sight. Yeah, why would there be? In fact, they're adding more shows. Yeah, I know. the Like the singing one. Yeah, the singing <laughs> one. So there's going to be a fourth? Wow, that's crazy. A fourth one. A fourth Bachelor. I mean, why stop? Nation show. Yeah, yeah why stop? Um, so uh, Victoria F. comes back, and in typical Victoria F. fashion, uh, Madison or Hannah Ann, I can't. I can't really remember which one asks how it went. Mm-hmm. And Victoria F says it was productive with like a, a gross smile. And I was yeah. like, Oh, that was, and, and Hannah Ann walks out like, or I'm sorry, Madison, Madison walks out. Like she, like, I don't blame her. Like that would be so cruel and vile. And yeah, like a, such a weird innuendo. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, then it's time for Madison's uh, one-on-one date, which, I mean, we all know was going to go like this, but mm-hmm. Peter didn't. Oh, I see what you mean. He was blindsided. He was blindsided. We all knew it was going to go like this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but he didn't. Uh, so they go on this date. They climb to the top of a skyscraper, mm-hmm. which uh, I didn't think that stairs required harnesses. <laughs> Uh, I mean, people are pretty stupid I, to protect themselves. I'm sure the hotel. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> insurance reasons. I've got to say though, Peter if, seems like the kind of guy that would, uh, if I were a woman climbing to the top of that tower with Peter, yeah. I would jump off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, this is my life. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would nose, nose dive. It'd make for some good TV. <laughs> how crazy would that have been if my first bachelor episode ever <laughs> one of the involved a suicide off. <laughs> like th- this show they said it was drama i had no idea what i was in for <laughs> you had no clue and here we are this is not the first suicide i've seen this season so. <laughs> if no wonder count, peter's the worst bachelor if you count the time that peter got a uh r- like uglier and uglier every week scar on his face <laughs> uh you even asked me you're like what is this scar from it looks new yeah it's, it looks fresh yeah oh man are they gonna address it or what <laughs> they did very yeah. coolly you very filled like, me in very under the rug but we saw that w- bachelor nation has been looking forward to that scar all season 
Oh, they've seen clips of it beforehand. Oh, yeah. Because the very first episode we see like flash forwards and we see a scar on his face and it's like, what's the scar from? So how disappointed was everyone when it was just him like crashing a bottle into his own head? So disappointing. I bet. But also so on brand for Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they go on their one-on-one date. They climb to the top of the tower and Madison says, I can see Peter as the father to my kids. Big oof. Big oof. Mm, yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. That was, that was rough. Uh-huh. I, cause we, again, we all know what's coming. Yeah. We just saw what happened. Yeah. And she, he is already making kids with other women. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and immediately after, she's asked him not to. Yeah. Or at least not asked him not to, but expressed to him that... It's clear like, that it's going to be very difficult for her. It's going to be a deal breaker. As should be. As should As be. any normal, well-adjusted person would feel. So they go out to dinner, and we have the come-to-Jesus moment that we have been expecting all season and especially all this last week and for sure this whole episode uh, where she uh, sort of confronts him a little bit about this. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. we talked about this once before and this is how I feel. I've been saving myself for marriage. And he says, I think that's so noble that you've done that, uh, but I haven't. Yeah. He's like, that's cool. That's not me, <laughs> but uh, but I respect you for that. Yeah, and it was like the it was like the the worst response I've ever heard to. Uh, I just want you to know, as someone who I think might be my future husband, I've been saving myself for you. <laughs> How many of those conversations have you overheard? Uh, three dozen. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've counseled a lot of people it's through true. <laughs> up yeah. to the point of getting married. And uh, never has it been like, well, that's really good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saving myself for you. Thank you. That's nice. I haven't. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) Yesterday or the day before. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even this week. Uh, Yeah. So she. But you should stay with me. Yeah. So she gets emotional and she's like, can I have a minute? She walks off, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't blame her for. Yeah, no, not at all. I would be super wrecked. The only, well, mm, I was I was going to say the only thing that I do kind of blame her for is for letting her get this far, letting herself get this far and develop feelings this strongly for him. Yeah, I would agree. I think the thing that uh, for, to be fair to all of our Bachelor Nation fans, the thing that you're missing is how... Uh, she was the first person that Peter said, I'm falling in love with you too. Mm, okay. And to her credit, uh, he has like, he's been the wishy-washy one. Mm, like okay. she's been pretty steady with him. Okay. Uh, and honest and communicative and he's, not surprising. Yeah. And he's been, uh, like the same with her that he's been with everyone else. Not surprising. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I do think that she should have seen this coming in him, especially from a few weeks ago. I mentioned this briefly to you, uh, that a a few weeks ago in their one-on-one, she, uh, expressed how 
important her faith was to her Mm -hmm. and that she was looking for a husband like her father was Mm -hmm. who was a spiritual leader in the family Mm -hmm. and he seemed super caught off guard by that but Mm -hmm. then said like i want that too Mm, okay and it was like he lied to her well and uh i would assume that not even just this season that she should she should have seen this coming but i would think that any contestant on the bachelor should see this kind of thing coming uh, when it's an aspect of the show that they hook up with the girls, unless it's kind of one of those outlier bachelors where he, I'm assuming Colton from kind of early on was pretty upfront about his faith. I, I, again, I didn't watch the episode, but from everything that I've heard from our That's right, I forget geckos you guys out there, didn't watch. yeah, we didn't watch, but from our, all of our geckos out there, uh, I've heard that he was very clear up front. That's why I, w- w- it just doesn't even compute for me that if you are a Christian woman or even a Christian man going on the bachelorette and this is something that's important to you, why you would put yourself on this show. Yeah. That is I think the that's opposite fair. of monogamy. I think that's fair. I think that she is young and I think that True. she is looking for, um, a very idyllic. Okay. Like romance. Okay. And The Bachelor seems very idyllic in a lot of ways. Okay. Maybe not this season, but <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways, it's like, uh, you know, uh, the, the Bachelor from its inception was all about, you know, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I haven't mm. found love. And, okay. and maybe I can trust, you know, some matchmakers on ABC We're, uh, to find the mm, right person yeah, for me. Mm, not a good luck as well, but... Uh, <laughs> When it started at this show's inception, were these contestants older? Because if you're in your maybe mid, late 30s and you're saying, I've tried and I've tried, then I can maybe be a little sympathetic for you. But if you're 23 and you're saying, I've tried and I've tried and I can't find, it's kind of like, well, give it a little bit more time. (laughs) Typically, from what I understand, uh, all of the main, like, so the Bachelor or the Bachelorette Mm. are older. Okay. And so then they're exposing them to more people that they might not have considered otherwise. Okay. So that could be older than them, younger than them, different ethnicity, Mm -hmm. different cultural background, et cetera. Yeah. Um, And like the, I I think the first or one of the first uh, that I I watched uh, with my family, but I remember almost none of it. I just remember that the contestant was... Uh, the heir of Firestone Tires. Hmm, so okay. he was also very wealthy. Yeah. Like that was part of it, that it was like a they were originally like rich bachelors and then oh, eventually like bachelorettes the, that okay. were like, hey, like I, I've been, I've lived life. I'm, I've made a successful career yeah. or I'm wealthy and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've kind of checked off all my boxes, exceeded yeah, in all these other, yeah. except love. And then now, uh, lately, they've just sort of been recycling people. So we the, from past seasons, yeah. So the Bachelor Peter was a contestant on Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all, expect, which I heard she made an appearance. Is that true? She did. It was ugly. Huh. It was ugly. It was like the second or third episode. It was real ugly. So I'm assuming that her matchmaking did not work out well. It did not. With Colton? No, not with Colton. She was a bachelorette 
Oh Colton yeah, she was a bachelorette. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colton was the last bachelor. Uh, didn't There's work so out for her. I know it is. It's a lot. It's a it's a lot of Hannahs to yeah. keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Madison and Peter have a little bit of a intense scene there, uh, and uh, Hannah says, or I'm sorry, Madison. I think I said Hannah earlier. Madison and Peter have a little bit of an intense scene there. And Madison says to Peter, one of my favorite lines of this episode and one of my favorite lines of the show, she says, no matter what your morals, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. I took a note and I thought I was reading the note, but I wasn't. Um, I will say that um, this is kind of what was going on in that scene was that she was again trying to kind of reiterate why this was so difficult for her. For her, yeah. Um, and and I do just want to say that uh, I that was my favorite aspect of this episode. And I was telling you earlier that I felt like I I felt like I started with an episode that's not very indicative of how the show usually goes, and that's that true. Uh, it wasn't necessarily these three girls trying to compete for Peter and then him picking someone. He didn't, he didn't have to pick. He didn't um, pick anybody. Yeah. Hannah removed herself as she should have. Madison. I'm sorry, Madison. Wow. We keep doing that. Um, Madison removed herself. Um, and I was super proud of Madison for sticking to her beliefs. And it's not even because we come from maybe similar, uh, like lifestyle views or yeah. morals or whatever, but just the fact that she had some morals and some principles that mattered to her and she made those clear yeah, and stuck to them. I, you were pretty confident that she was going to walk away yeah, from the, from I the was. beginning. Um, yeah. I wasn't sure. I think, I mean, I don't know Madison the way that you guys know Madison. Um, I was worried that she was going to compromise and I'm really happy that she didn't. It was really cool to see that she didn't. And I think it was cool to see that there was a woman like holding a man to a standard. Yeah. And he didn't meet it. Yeah. And I could have even respected both of them if it was, if the conversation had gone more in the way of like, you know what, this is important to you. It's clearly not important to me. I think we should part ways. But it wasn't. Peter was trying to convince her to stay. And that was the moment that frustrated me the most. It was like, dude, how, like, come on, man. Like, be better than this. Like, this is clearly very, she's crying. You can tell this is very, you've met her family. Yeah. This is important to all of them. Like, how could you, like, look her dad in the in the eyes, the episode prior <laughs> and know that this is something that's so important. And you're still begging her to fight for your guys's love. If you can see like forever with me, then stay. It's like, dude, come on. Like if you have any sort of respect for this girl, you would let her go. Absolutely. And, and if that had, if that's the way that the conversation had gone, I would have had some respect for Peter. I yeah. would say, you know what? Like you're better off with Hannah or Victoria F because yeah. your guys's morals align Yeah, and not with Madison but he was still trying to persuade her to stay and that uh that just really irritated me. It drove me crazy too and that's why I'm glad that uh she had one of the last words. I don't know that I mean we editing is what it is. We don't know what the last yeah, word was. True. But one of her last words was that uh she said uh I can't change who I am, what I stand for and what I believe and I don't want to feel bad for having that. Yeah, that was a good line. Oh there's some wise words coming from a 23 year old woman that, who's on TV. That was strong. It was good. Yeah. 
And you know what? Uh, I I think that all of Bachelor Nation backs you up in that. Uh, and so with that, I would hope that they would. Uh, before uh, normally at this point we do ad copy, but before we do that, I want to jump into uh, some of our Twitter uh, Twitter responses. Um, so I again, like as I was trolling through tr- through Twitter during this episode, it seemed so much like. Bachelor Nation agreed with you. I, we had a few things that jumped out to me that I, I just wanted to point out. Uh, at uh, Lori Mac 22 said, Madison standing up for her beliefs while not putting Peter or the other girls down is what this show needs more of. Again, it's not much to ask a guy to not sleep with someone else six days before he might propose to you. Exactly. And even if he does, just own up like, you know what, we see differently on this and that's okay. Not try to persuade her. Not try to bring her down to your level. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... How much more woman empowerment can you get than that? Oh, gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. And and how much more of like like the, the stereotype of a... Uh, weak and manipulative man than you can get of Peter in this moment. Exactly. Where it's like, he, I mean, to be a little fair to him, he's not asking her in this moment to go sleep with him after she's like told him that she wants to save herself for marriage. But he's asking her, stay with me, even though to, to Lori's point that she just pointed out, Six, you know, I want to ask you to marry me in a week. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, I just slept with two people. Exactly. Like as a married man, would that be a deal breaker for you leading up to your wedding? Yeah, exactly. And would it be a deal breaker for Kate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would hope. And that's what bums me out too when I hear these stories about like bachelor parties and whatnot when people go out for their like quote unquote last fling or whatever. Yeah. I can't even wrap my mind around that. It, it would be for sure a deal breaker for both of us. Yeah. And it's not even, I, I had that same thought too during this was it's not even like Peter is looking for like a last fling before he ends yeah. up with Madison. It's that like he is sharing these very intimate moments have making love with these women with the thought that this might still be who I want to spend the rest of my life with. And so not even like if, if him and Madison were to end up getting married, it's not even that she would have the thought of like, Oh, he hooked up with this girl like six days before he proposed to me, but he had sex with this woman still considering if he wanted to marry her. These two women. Yeah. These two women. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Two women. And then came to the decision. Uh, Madison's good. (laughs) <laughs> it's insane it's it's insane what what this show is it's super insane uh at our gar p or i'm sorry our garrett p uh it's garrett powell uh, okay. at our garrett p here's the difference madison actually lives the life she's preaching about mm-hmm. game over wow yeah that's good it was like Absolutely. Like Mm -hmm. she, it like so many, especially, uh, in the circle that we grew up in, which is a very conservative Christian circle. Mm -hmm. So many people talk about like purity culture, yeah, but don't really live up to it. Yeah. They're, they're not about it and they may preach it on other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then they fall short of it themselves. 
And she's not saying that these girls are awful for wanting to have sex before marriage. She's not even saying that Peter is a bad man or that she doesn't want to be with a type of man who's had sex with other people Mm -hmm. before marriage. It's just at this stage of the game, I'm committed. I expect you to be committed to me. It's not too much to ask that six days before you propose that you are going to be all in for me at that point. Oh, yeah. So what I'm curious about is, has there been any moment in the season so far when Peter has voiced what kind of woman he wants to marry and wants to spend the rest of his life with? All we've really heard is that he wants... uh, In fact, this last episode, it was so funny... uh, Hannah Ann tells him that she loves him and he doesn't reciprocate. Hmm. And then that was last episode, this last episode. Oh, wow. Well, he, he had told her already that he loved her. He was falling in love with her. Okay. He uses that term really loosely. Um, yeah, but, uh, he, she says, I love you. And he says, say it again. And she says, I love you. And he says, I love hearing that. Yeah. And then he says to the camera, that's all I've wanted all along. And that's what I got on this show for that validation that someone cares about me. Uh. It's like, yeah, (laughs) it's rough. (laughs) Yeah. He needs some therapy. He definitely needs some therapy. There was one moment that he said, I don't remember who it was definitely not with Madison. It was with either Victoria or Hannah. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's talking about the way that she makes him feel. Yeah. And he says something like, it just makes my heart like want to jump out of my chest or something (laughs) along those lines. And he says like, if if that's not love, I don't know what is. And I just want to scream like, that's not love. Like (laughs) there's a lot that is love and that's not it. Good Lord. Uh, This, uh, not this past Sunday, uh, yesterday, but a week ago, um, our, my, my pastor at at my church Mm -hmm. uh, was talking about love and the different types of love. And he, he said, uh, some of you, you fall in love with a narcissist and only later find out that you're in love with the same person, them. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's Peter. Like, he's like, I'm so in love with me. I'm just so excited to hear that you and I have the same interests. (laughs) That you're also in love with me. (laughs) That you're also in love with me as much as I'm in love with me. And I feel like that's Peter. Uh, Megan Earl at underscore Megan Earl, E-A-R-L-E. Weird how two girls wearing cross necklaces are judging Madison for her standards. (laughs) I did not even pick up on that. (laughs) I did pick up on it. I I was looking at both of them in the apartment. I'm like, they're both wearing crucifix. That's ironic. And they're like, how dare you? Yeah. I, that's disgusting that you would do that. <laughs> Have morals. Have morals. Yeah, I know. One of them said, like, I just feel like that's so unfair to Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm hurting for Peter that she would do that. <laughs> uh, and then this is my last Twitter shout out. And this deserves the last statement on this issue. Mm-hmm. This is from at Coach Pruitt which is Madison's dad, Chad Pruitt. Uh, By the way, I just want to point out one more time uh, for all of our Bachelor geckos out there, uh, let's get the hashtag going, Chad2020, because I would (laughs) vote Madison's dad for president next year. I I don't know him at all. I didn't see him, and I think I would vote for him. Yeah. Uh, He tweets, 
America got to see tonight what I get to see every day what at Maddie Prue. What a boss. And Maddie uh, responds to him and says, I love you, Dad. We should have a, I mean, they keep adding different bachelor season. We should have a Christian bachelor season. <laughs> a lot of really good Christian girls. and <laughs> It's like Christian mingle sponsored. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it's so awkward. I think something like that actually already exists. I'm pretty sure. Oh, gosh. I've seen YouTube clips not. of stuff like that. On like TBN or something? Yeah, where uh, they're married and then we get to see their first kiss. Oh. And they don't know how to kiss. Yikes. Yikes on bikes. Well, that brings us to our ad copy. And actually, I've given the honor of ad copy uh, reading the ads uh, to Zach this week. So, Zach, take us away with ad copy. Our ad copy this week is brought to us by Orbit. Orbit, keep it clean for when life gets dirty. Look, we all know that life is dirty. Nothing's perfect. Things get messy and dirty. That's just life. You know that, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, when you eat some garlic and your your breath is really stinky Mm -hmm. or even, uh, you know, when the woman you love is saving herself from marriage and you just got it on with two other women the two nights prior. Uh, We've all been there. Uh, I know I've been there. You've been there too, Tyler. uh, I know you have. (laughs) Uh, We've all been there and let's just call a spade a spade. It's a dirty situation. So what better way to clean the mess up with some Orbit? Seriously, every time I'm in this kind of situation, I just choose some Orbit, and I really feel like just a lot cleaner, you know? I mean, like, sure, like, her heart is still broken, but uh, at least my breath smells good. (laughs) And that's ad copy. Uh, That brings us to uh, Chris's corner this week. Uh, So our fearless leader, Chris Harrison, uh, he actually put out on Instagram this week, it cracked me up. Uh, especially because I knew that you were uh, coming on the show tonight uh, just like, you know, 13, 14 hours ago. He Mm -hmm. posted, tonight, this season of The Bachelor truly begins. It's going to be a wild ride. Hmm. And uh, I think I agree. Tonight was a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but It uh, was for two of them. (laughs) It was. Yeah. not a whole lot in uh, Chris's life this week. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what he looks like. <laughs> he wasn't on the episode he, at all. He wasn't. He wrote three cards, though. We only got to read two of what them. What does that mean? He wrote the the fantasy suite cards. Oh, the one with the keys in them? Yeah. So he wrote those. Well, he didn't write them. If well, you look at the handwriting, it's definitely a female producer. Okay. But it's signed Chris Harrison. What do you think he was doing this episode? Where I, was he? I think he was living it up in Australia with his family. Uh, I think he was having the time of his life. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. Madison is over here just like, just wretched over her morals <laughs> and Chris is sipping uh, Mai Tais on the He's beach. He's sipping Mai Tais with his wife while his kids <laughs> run and play with kangaroos. Getting paid by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Chris Harrison is like, uh, like people are like, oh, Chris, you really aren't, you don't have a whole lot of screen time in these, you know, maybe his agents like, and he's do like, you want another gig? Good. <laughs> <laughs> The less, the better. You mean they're still going to fly me to all these different <laughs> places in the world? 
I think I'm okay. I got it. I'm I don't good. even need a raise. I'm good, guys. <laughs> yeah, just keep paying me what you're paying me. Yeah. Fly me around, and uh, we're good. I was a little bummed. I was excited to see him. You you kind of talked him up like he's a, uh, a source of entertainment in he this is, show. He is, and more than anything, he's, uh, when we need him, he's a source of he's real the true stability. Savior. Yeah, he is. He's, he's the a, savior Peter can ever be. <laughs> he is. That's true. And uh, yeah, we didn't get really any Chris for the last few episodes. It's has been a any, little sad. Has any contestant fallen in love with Chris? Not to date. That'd be some good drama. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, they should do that. Yeah. As far as I know, Chris is, uh, you know, has a good family life. Mm. But, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'm missing something. It's also uh, kind of ironic. If, uh, if someone wants to spill the tea about Chris, don't. <laughs> Because we need Chris. He's the rock I need in my <laughs> life. And uh, don't you dare leave Chris alone. Mess with my Chris Harrison. <laughs> so uh, I have a question for you, Tyler. Yeah. Um, and I've I've wondered this before. And I don't think I've ever had this question answered to me because I don't think I've ever asked anyone about it. But okay. I'm curious. Do you how much of this show do you think is planned slash scripted? Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I mean. You know, a popular meme on social media is the devil works hard, but bachelor producers work harder. And uh, I think that I think that a good amount of this is planned, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think any of it is scripted. Okay, but how about to the point where the producers know before the season even airs that like which women are going to end up in the final four when like, do they tell Peter which women to choose? I feel very confident that early on they tell Peter which women to choose and which women to really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which women to send home, which women to keep on. Why Uh, do you think that? Well, because uh, in this season uh, and in what little I saw of Ari's season, uh, there were women that it was like he clearly doesn't have a connection with that still keep on somehow make it somehow make it episode. like he doesn't have connections with them in group dates not doesn't have one on one dates with them but they continue on and I think that a lot of that is producer work uh, but I think that at this stage of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Peter making his own decisions and I think that it's like well. They just have to roll with it. They have to roll with it. Whatever Peter does. But when they see things like Madison having a conversation about, I don't want you to sleep with anyone else, they absolutely make the decision that the other two women go on their fantasy dates first. First, yeah. Because they know that if he has the opportunity, he's Mm going to bang both these girls. Yeah. And that's going to make good TV. Yeah. And break hand break Madison's heart in the process. I think yeah. I said Hannah earlier. I keep messing that up. Yeah. Um, but the I, I think that the producers absolutely plan that stuff. Hmm. I don't think that any of it is truly scripted. Okay. Um, but yeah. Got it. Well, uh, normally at this stage of the game, at the end of the episode, uh, Scott and I give our uh, final predictions. Uh, at first it was final four, and then it was final two, and now we're down to two women of this one episode, of this whole season that you've watched, of yeah. all of The Bachelor that you've watched. Yeah, uh, only one. Who do you think Peter's going to choose? Uh Man, this almost feels a little impossible for me to answer because I feel like I hardly know 
the I other two of them. I promise you that it's impossible for all of Bachelor Nation to answer that at this true. point. Yeah, and, and the preview for next episode makes it look like it could be someone that's not one of the final two. Is that a thing? Does that happen? It there's no necessary uh, there are lots of rules on the bachelor and rule number one is there are no rules <laughs> okay uh so there are lots of like this is how it goes yeah um there's been a lot of rumor out there we talked about this scott and i a little bit last week there's a lot of rumor out there that peter actually ends up falling in love with one of the producers of the show wait really that's a rumor out there i don't believe it because I a can't producer imagine who hasn't been on the show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No one has like seen her face. Like a bachelor producer, no one's seen her face. That's kind of crazy. It would be. Uh, I don't think it's plausible because I don't think that any sane woman would ever choose Peter. Yeah. Like anyone who's been privy to all of this, but like we have been, would never choose Peter. Is there really any sane women? <laughs> Just kidding, Kate. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, make sure, <laughs> definitely make, I'm going to make kidding, sure Kate babe, love listens you. to this now. <laughs> um, and your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> love you too, Tracy. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, if I had to pick between these two. I would say, and your mother, but we both know that number one, your mother is going to listen to this episode. And number two, she agrees that there are no sane women. <laughs> <laughs> Except her. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love you too, mom. Uh, okay. Give me the shovel back. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you're digging your, your grave. Oh Give me yeah. The shovel yeah, yeah, back. yeah. Stop digging okay. yourself in a hole. Here it goes. I would say that you kind of dug it for me a little bit. I you did. brought my mom into this. I'm the bachelor producer. And we and agreed. You are. <laughs> we agreed. No moms. <laughs> you can bring my mom into this. She doesn't listen to this, but she loves the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is above this um not above the bachelor she's above this podcast i'm trying so hard to get to my I'm prediction so sorry. go ahead give me your prediction <laughs> i want to say and i i have to uh i, I kind of have to say my piece before this in that i don't know hannah at all yeah i literally can't tell you a thing about her yeah except that she was an Arby's model because you told me that beforehand. <laughs> but I don't know anything about her personality. Yeah. Um, I would say that he picks Victoria because there's actual like real emotion there. Yeah. Now it looks like it's very negative emotions yeah. that he probably perceives as connection. Yeah. But there's actually something there. Like there's some chemistry there. Yeah. Him and I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hannah seemed very non-memorable yeah i would forgettable agree. would be uh, a better word for that and i think that they're setting us up for that from you this think that episode. that's what's going to happen i think that's what's going to happen i agree with you i think he chooses victoria f and uh i don't know that she's the winner of the bachelor yeah i wouldn't be surprised if you know option c is what happens because we still have uh I mean, they've been teasing us for weeks about this, but we still have Peter's mom crying, pleading with him, don't let her go, yeah. bring her home. Do you think that's Madison? I think it's Madison. You think it is? Yeah, oh, I, think it's I, hope, I hope she stays out of this. Yeah. I leave, hope she does too. Leave Madison alone, Peter. Yeah. She deserves better than you. Yeah. Yeah. She and deserves so does, better than all of us. So does Chad. So does Chad. Chad deserves a much better son-in-law. He does. Yeah. I wouldn't even dare put my hat in the ring for Madison. She's way too good for me. <laughs> we're not good enough for Chad. Yeah. we're. I'm not good enough for Chad at all, for sure. Uh, well, uh, that's our uh, episode for this week. 
Thank you, Geckos, so much for listening. Uh, we love you, and uh, I hope you have a, a spectacular week. Zach, do you have anything to, to close this out with? Um, no, I don't. Well, that's fine. Uh, make sure you go listen to uh, Rotten Potatoes. Oh, yeah, potatoes. go listen to Rotten Potatoes. <laughs> I kind of like tossed a, a ball to you. and, <laughs> and you just, I forgot about that. Swung and missed. A podcast that I'm much more passionate about. Yeah, and that you're a part of. <laughs> yeah, that I'm also consistently yeah. a part of, yeah. Uh, go go listen to Rotten Potatoes. You can find it on uh, Apple Podcasts, on, I, uh, on Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at... Uh, rotten potato pod yeah rotten potato pod uh you can find more about the show on the website rottenpotato.es uh, i'm a little nervous for scott and jake they're both on that cruise they're both on the, maybe they'll be on the corona cruise exactly i know yeah well i hope they make it back i hope that the only corona they experience on this cruise is the uh corona made in mexico yeah well, Me too. Best of luck to Corona Cruise, Jake and <laughs> that Scott. That should be a new cruise line. It should be a cruise line. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. It's almost like dumb Starbucks. Like yeah. it's such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's get Nathan Fielder on it. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have any uh, thoughts about the show or you want to reach out to us, you can always find us at hello at batchpadpodcast.com or on Twitter at batchpadpodcast. Batch Pad Podcast. I tried to go too fast for myself. All right. See you later, geckos.